No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Q Cosplay down here at the final day of Sabaton Con 2022, and we are get we are uh, joined by our amazing musical guest Kaja. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. So happy to have you. I, I personally you. am a huge fan of your music, oh, thank so you. it, it's nice to get to talk to you one on one like this. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually depressed because we were doing this and I didn't get a chance. Oh, to go to you did oh. We were we were doing interviews during the concerts. So we didn't get a chance to come oh, and see you guys. Oh. So I, I'm so like ugh. Just not gonna feel the same. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been trying. We had a goal, and we were trying to knock out a bunch of interviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we have a goal coming up, and if we can hit it, I'd be a very happy camper. So at least I get that happy part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a, a couple of things that I wanted to do. I I love the fact that I think you're still yeah. the Memphis uh, spokesperson. I'm a musical, how do you call, um, they call it uh, ambassador. Ambassador, yes. Yeah, uh, music export Memphis, they call me uh, official ambassador of music export Memphis. That's a really long title. <laughs> I, I was friends with this, the ambassador for music of the Southwest, Renato Stasio Burdick, so I'm used to uh, having to geez. spout that off on the top of my uh, head. He's one of my drag queen friends, so oh, nice. <laughs> having to announce all of his titles, he says like 15 titles, you get used to just going along with it, you know? Oh. <laughs> I would probably say, here's the link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you can't do a link in the middle of a show, but anyway. <laughs> Screens are poor. So how long have you guys been doing music? Ah, long time. Um, you know, as a band, we started around 2009. So from then, it's been like... 12, a little more. Uh, 12, 13, I don't know. There's, there's some numbers yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't count the pandemic time. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 especially yeah. like 2020, you know, we skipped. Oh. So, yeah. It'd be nice yeah. if we can actually do that. I, I want to skip those years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of keep things going. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Um, that's awesome though like the fact that you guys have had this awesome career you've had some incredible opportunities mm. and i know that you and greg are very good friends yeah. and he always brings you to all of his events we always look forward to seeing you yeah. um like i like especially with like hideki too he loves yeah, it hideki, he, yeah. I, i've had many times where we've done drinks and it's like nope i'm done i need to go home oh. <laughs> but um so how did you guys how'd you guys meet how'd you guys decide to come up with the band um we we've been friends for a long time we've been performing together in uh, other bands too and yeah we you know we were actually um signed to a label in los angeles one time and that was the first reason we came over to U.S. Right. And Hideki was there in the other band, not a Kazha. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but a lot of things happened. And then, you know, the label kind of offered us to start a new band. So, we, you know, we just came up with like the new name. I mean, let's just use my name and then. It works. Yeah, <laughs> so. it works, and it's a very unique name. Yeah. I, I love the way it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> so we've been friends like over yeah many many years, fifteen years probably. 
time yeah. is relative at that point. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're more family at that time. Exactly. So, you know, oh. After a certain point, you stop being friends, it becomes your family, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you guys all pretty much live in the same area, right? Yes. In the same house. Well, so. in the same house, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you got your family now, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't pretty matter. Much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you wake up, so you walk into the kitchen, someone's got the coffee in their hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we go. practice yeah. at home, too. So, yeah. Oh, nice. So you don't even have to worry about going to a studio to practice no. or anything. No. You have everything right there. Yeah. When we were in Los Angeles, we had to rent out a studio, so that was kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, right now we have a yeah good spot space enough mm-hmm. space. So COVID probably didn't affect you guys at all because you you could still practice, you could still yeah. do all your socializing. Yeah. yeah. The only thing you don't get is people. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Which I mean, is kind of nice to have. <laughs> sometimes it is, but I, I know that especially seeing you guys interact with your fans, like yeah, it's amazing seeing how much how much you bond with your fans at these events. Mm. Um, I remember my very first ever Sabo was my first time ever hearing your music, seeing seeing you guys on stage or anything, and all I could think was, wow, they're oh. so freaking cool. I, they're probably you know I probably can't talk to them, and then I went to your booth, and you guys were just normal people, and it was a little surreal. Oh. <laughs> and I, now you know six years later, here we are. Yeah. I, I still uh, every so often I'll get, I'll get talking in conversation about you guys, and I'm going here checking YouTube here check this out. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I always keep an extra CD in the car in case it's like here borrow this one check it out this is the, the third song is the best. <laughs> right, yeah. And I actually I, I was thinking about getting the because you got the acus- acoustics CD out now too mm-hmm. so I was like I'm gonna have to get that one. Yeah. <laughs> So how much fun was it? Because I know you guys, you know, you do the hard rock, you do all the crazy rock and roll and everything. How fun was it to do the acoustic for a change? Actually, to tell you the truth, I, you know, grew up in a classic trained, you know, family. I mean, I've been singing classical, you know, music. And so I guess, you know, my, how do you call it? Like my bass? as a musician right. your foundation yeah it's more into you know classic and uh, those acoustic sounds right mm-hmm. so it was very exciting like you know You're like back, back in the old roots. day it's like, like yeah back to your roots yeah yeah because yeah. that's what i learned in the first place so that, yeah that's, that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. writing process i mean like arranging and everything it went very smooth yeah. Yeah, so it was probably a nice change of pace to get from, you know, all the super awesome heavy metal to go into this nice chill acoustic Yeah, yeah, for sometimes a bit. it's good. <laughs> your drummer's going like Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I get to rest my wrist here for a minute. Yeah, what, what, what I really got to do here. <laughs> but no, like I I love seeing the bond that you guys have built over the years, yeah. like seeing how how well you guys get along and how much fun you guys have putting on these shows, yeah. like and again, it goes back to, you know, seeing the fans interacting with you guys and seeing them react at your shows and how excited they get. Like, yes. how does that energy feel like? Is it how? Uh, uh, I can't talk. I've been talking all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drag queen. I'm paid to talk. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> like when you're on stage there, like how good does that energy from the crowd make you feel like? Does it give you that, that warm, fuzzy feeling inside kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. It really depends on the crowd, you right. know. But especially at Sabo, you know, we have... A lot of people who's been coming back for years and, you know, so many years. You've been the house band. Oh, yeah. Basically. So, every so year. yeah, some people are there since the year one for us. So it's been 11 years. 
So, you know, it's kind of different feeling. It's like really feels like a home. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows me, it, you know, so it's, it's, it's easier for us to perform. It, when, it, is, it yeah. is funny because I, you know, I, I run into you guys throughout the hotel periodically. And yeah. I'm just, it was like even yesterday, uh, <laughs> your guitar player was actually outside having a cigarette. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we talked for a few minutes. And I'm, I'm coming in. The drummer's heading out with the coffee in his hand. And, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting ready for the day. Yep. <laughs> it is definitely morning. Because <laughs> he was not looking awake. He was just like. <laughs> yeah, that, that half asleep. The, the eyelids are still mostly closed. You know, it was just the morning trudge. Like, it was, yeah. It was a good, it was a good funny. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> but so, you, you, go ahead. Um, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of lost it right there for a moment. <laughs> no uh, yeah, no, like a lot of what I've, because I've been talking to people over the weekend as well, you know, just in passing, you know, hey, what do you think about so-and-so, you know, trying to get opinions for when we were doing these interviews. And when I was asking people about you guys, like there was a few fans who were like, oh yeah, no, she, she remembers our names and stuff. It makes us feel so special. Aww. You know, she says hi to us every time and it makes us feel amazing. You know, Hideki gave me a hug after not seeing him for a year. It was so cool. And Aww. like hearing that from the fans uh, of you guys of course um hearing that like it, it really brings down to earth how you know yeah you guys are these awesome rockers and everything but also oh. you're you're your people like the rest of us you know oh. you have your friends and everything yeah, yeah so it's it's really cool hearing these these people being like you know oh yeah no i i messaged kaja last week she was awesome she said hi it was great oh <laughs> yeah well, everybody always loves when you when you actually, and, and in our case, you do fit the category of celebrity. Mm. So <laughs> when we when you send a message to a celebrity, and the person messages back, it just like, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people don't expect a response because you know it's like Correct. oh they probably get like a thousand emails a day if they see yeah. my lucky kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You, it feels like you guys make it a very important point to be that close and bonded with your fans. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we we can't, you know, reply right away and right. it takes time. You know, some people kind of say, why don't you talk to me anymore? Yeah. But like, but, you know, at the same time, yeah. it's, it's rough to uh, reply to every person. I mean, you'd be surprised that you that some you might just turn around going, just don't want to reply today. <laughs> yeah, just leave it for tomorrow. Don't have the energy. Yeah, it takes time. So, yeah. And then on the weekends, you're like, I've been going, 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 gone. You know, it's Monday. Yeah. <sighs> Breathe. Yep. Rest. Get laundry done. Tuesday. Okay, I'll respond. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm ready. <laughs> uh, and now I'm going 101. Yeah, my phone has been blowing up all weekend. I have not had the time to look at it. I'm, I'm afraid to look at my phone when I get back to the car. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's usually about the time going. You haven't responded. You've been evicted from your house. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> yeah, awesome. fun but, um, I know, especially coming back from the pandemic was hard, yeah. especially for you guys, because, you know, you, you've been playing all these cons. You, you're used to the live crowd. Like, what was it like coming back to, to everybody who was so excited to see you again? You know, it was surreal. I mean, you know, when we were, while the, you know, COVID thing, you know. That, that thing. Yeah, that Big thing. <laughs> um, we, we hated, like, being home and, you know, um, just being 
on like an online thing, you know, streaming and yeah. You can only practice so long. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, what's the point of practicing if we never get to perform to in front perform of it. people? Yeah. And we hated the live streaming sometimes. We like, it doesn't feel the same. No, it doesn't because mm -hmm. the crowd's not there. Yeah. You can't feed off yeah. of their energy. Yeah, even though people cheer, you know, with the comments, oh, it, yeah, it's know, just the not the same. Everything, Can you like see trying to play bass, sing at the same time, and going, what do you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I watched a lot of your live streams during the, the pandemic, and it was awesome, you know, seeing that you guys were doing well and everything, but it didn't yeah. feel the same as sitting in the concert seats and being yeah. able to actually, you know, like, be there with you. Yeah. Guys. So you got to so sit in the concert seats. You got to be up in front, right? Really <laughs> <in that long. laughs> Not when you're lifting Corgi's huge tub of prints and your knees are <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's why, you know, it felt really like unreal. Like when we came back on the show, like, oh yeah, this is really happening. You know, it's coming back, you know, because yeah, we couldn't feel it until we actually did the show the last two uh, concerts that I, <laughs> I did of yours I swear I, I filled up my my card on the thing and then I was sitting there crying oh my god I just got to go through all of these photos <laughs> and I'm like I have never taken so many pictures Aww. in my life of one set subjects so, I mean, I can go out in the woods and I can take pictures of waterfalls and, and trees and stuff like that. That's fine and dandy. But you guys are card filling. I mean, I would physically going. I made the mistake of transferring it to my phone one time. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I cannot find the last picture I took. <laughs> I, I virtually had thousands of photos of you guys. And I was trying to be as, I was being picky as heck because I'm like, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> that was just slightly blurred. He blurred. And no, this one was a little weird. Uh. <laughs> but I think last year I got a lot of good close-ups of you when you were singing. And I'm like, okay, but now I just got to go through them all and which ones are better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's the hard part is going through and picking your favorites, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so... With the music and everything, do you guys have any really cool projects coming up? Do you have any new uh, things that you guys are working on? Um, we can't say the detail yet, of but course. of course we are, <laughs> you know, trying <laughs> to make the next album coming. Not too, you know, far in the future. So, yeah, we want to do, yeah, we want to record the actual, you know, fourth album. Not the acoustic, but yeah. Acoustic, hopefully, yeah, well, because I, I haven't heard it yet. I got to yeah. go over there and buy the CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like but. it, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I plan on picking one up for, for the drive back to uh, Chandler tonight. Oh. <laughs> well, for me, I got I've got I can listen to it, but then I have to transfer it over to uh, to my phone. So I got to mm -hmm. transfer it into digital so I can get it over to there. Mm. Actually, I think the, no, I bought the last one here. I did think I got one um, digital. I mm. can't remember which one it was. It might have been the first one. I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> but I know I have one of them digital, and then the other one's still on CD that I haven't transferred over mm -hmm. yet. Oh. But um, a, lot of, a lot of people, too, who talk about your music, they always talk about, you know, that one song that means something to them. Maybe they, they may not understand, you know, the words, but something about it rang true to them, or 
they looked at the English translation. And it was something that like that just really pulled at the heartstrings for them. Mm. Like, is I'm guessing you get a lot of stories like that from people who come up to your table. Like, mm. is there any stories like that that you have that just really warm your heart? Oh yeah, um, there's a song called um, "Break Into Pieces" in our second album, and it, you know it's about the depression, you know, and. Very you popular know, song during yeah, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of trying to break yourself in the mirror, but like, you know, some some of our fans who've been through, you know, a lot of depression and had a suicidal thoughts, you know, they told me, you know, that song kind of helped them, you know, and... I, I get those messages a lot, like when they're trying to kill themselves or whatever, you know, they stop because of the music, you know. And That's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, they tell me, like, thank you, you know, the, the song helped again and like over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I know a lot of people struggle with, and mm. people don't realize how powerful music can be for that. Yeah, you know, music can can help through so much, and a lot of people don't don't see that. So mm. the fact that you have these fans who are letting you know how much this is helping them that has got to be incredible for you to to hear. Yeah. Well, music for me is in in general is is the the fallback. Mm. But I'm an '80s kid, so mm. I, I if it's not a you know it's a hair band, it's a hard rock, but. Um, you'd be surprised on how many of those same bands put out uh, ballads Aww. that really kind of creep in there and get back into your soul. And, and there are times that I'll still go in there and I'll, I'll pump out sticks or air supply or uh, air supply. is probably not a good choice when I'm talking about <laughs> air But uh, anyway, uh, you still know, good music. Classic, you know, cl- classic rock uh, guys like Poison. Oh. Uh, Poison made several songs that just really kind of wake me up a little bit mm. to where I'm just kind of like, okay, I can get that. I can, I can get through the, uh, actually, even Michael himself had said that so many of his people and so many of these songs uh, were made and designed basically to be your upbeat, mm. um, bring you up when you're down. You know, and each you can go through his greatest hits and going, if I'm depressed, that's the one I listen to. If I want energy, that's the one I listen to. Mm. And, you know, and it's fun to be able to analyze an album, mm. say which ones of those do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, a lot of your music, I, I've read the lyric translations after listening to it because I, I fell in love after that first concert, and mm. I, I think I bought two or three of your CDs the first time I ever saw you guys, but. Mm after looking at the English translations and realizing like even your songs that are a little more on the upbeat and fun side still have that really deep meaning in the lyrics mm. like you've never put out a song where the lyrics to me just didn't say that you put your heart and soul into it mm. um, they, they have every song I've ever listened to you guys has some really good meaning behind it mm. yeah. you gotta love that <laughs> yeah, it, just to have that in depth uh, yeah. feeling behind each song yeah. so and now with uh, Sabo being mm. over. Sad crap. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, time to go back to our 9 to 5s. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, 8.30 to 4.30, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what have you got coming up next? What co- uh, um, we're you know checking out tomorrow and then hit the road. 
and we actually need to get to Pennsylvania by Thursday, which means oh, wow. yeah, we just go through. That's not that bad. I mean, you know. it's it's pretty bad. I mean, if you, if you drive straight, <laughs> straight, pretty much, yeah. Well. Yeah. Straight at a slight angle, but you also yeah. have you know, all your guys' band equipment, you have yeah. your trailers and everything. Like, yeah. you guys have a lot to haul, so you have to take a lot slower than, like, you know, if I was just taking my SUV over there. Yeah, and so, yeah, we'll take, you know, I guess two stops. One at uh, New Mexico, and then probably we'll stop by at uh, Memphis, you know, yeah. our house. <laughs> stop in really and quick. Then, yeah, we need to reload all the march <laughs> and then go yep. again. So, yeah. <laughs> Check the mail. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, we have another fine. con going on in Pennsylvania. So. Yeah, and That's good. Yeah. I hear Pennsylvania has a really great crowd, too. I've never oh. been out there myself, but I hear they have a really energetic crowd at those conventions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be... I, and that would actually be kind of nice. As I'm used to seeing you guys here. One of these days, I'll have to try to find a way to get to where you're at a different location. Yeah. Not just one of Greg's guns. Yeah. Somebody else's <laughs> connection. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But, like, seeing you outside of the, the monkey pie industry is right. really, really cool as well. Because, yeah. you know, we all know the fan base here. We have all become really close friends and everything. But it'd be really cool to get to know some of your other fans at other cons and maybe see what they saw that maybe I missed something. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe they heard a lyric that he misheard or something, you know? Oh. Like, something that's just a, easy. A I miss your everything. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that one. <laughs> I my job too much. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I love my job too much. Um, <laughs> but no, um, so you have Pennsylvania coming up. Um, is Are there any other events coming up after that, like in the next few months or so, where people can plan to, like, if they live nearby, come see you guys at? Oh, yes. Uh, we are actually going to uh, the con in Los Angeles, too. Okay. In October. And then... That we haven't announced yet, but uh, oh. it's the co it's the one called um, PMX oh, Pacific yeah. I know the one Media you're Expo. About. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, yeah. I remember hearing yeah, they that. they, they will announce soon. Uh oh, <laughs> yeah, they will announce soon. That's in October, and then November we have Japan Festival in Memphis, and also two other cons. Uh, one in Texas, uh, Galveston Island, Texas. Okay. Yeah, Galveston Island. And then another one's in, which one was that? Uh, they call it North, but um, uh, I forgot the city name. It's like right next to, uh, I forgot the city's name. <laughs> okay, we'll have to edit that part. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to edit that part. Yeah, I forgot the city's name. Yeah. Never a good thing. <laughs> you do have a lot of cons coming up that people can come see. Yeah, you coming guys up. At. Yeah, coming up. You know, yeah. Come say hi. Come get to know you guys. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming over. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, always fantastic to yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And is there any like is there a message, any positivity you want to pass to the fans who are listening? You know, anything you want to pass on from words of wisdom, anything like that? Yeah. If you never heard our music, you know, please try at least <laughs> once. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Course, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you might like it, you know. So yeah, yeah. Well, we gonna we can definitely attest to your music is upbeat, 
and we've always enjoyed it. As I said, I've got at least one or two of your albums. Yeah. I actually have a couple of drag queen numbers I'm planning to a couple of your songs. I haven't gotten them done yet, but as soon as I do, I plan on sending you guys videos being like, hey, you've reached the drag community too. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be interesting. That would be good. Yeah. You'll have to put, make sure you put the credits in there. Oh, <laughs> I, I always, I always credit have every the artist that there. I use. Like, even if it's some big time, like, you know, Tim McGraw or something, I always put, you know, music by so-and-so. I don't own any of this. I'm just, this is my interpretation. Oh. <laughs> I just like the music. I just <laughs> really like this song, and I wanted to dance to it in a dress and high heels, so. <laughs> you won't see me doing that one. <laughs> I get paid good money to do it, so I can't complain too much. I, I get paid for my feet in high heels. <laughs> All right. Well, well, once again, we appreciate you coming yeah, over here. We're looking so forward much. to seeing you. you again yeah. next year yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah as For sure. thank <laughs> so. you all right have a good one yeah. all right guys we are here at the final day of sabaton in the final hour of sabaton and we are here with the man of the hour himself the head greg <laughs> how you doing everybody <laughs> It's phenomenal to finally capture you long enough to try to do this. <laughs> you caught a wild, you caught a wild Greg is what you have yes, done. Yes, I think there's a Pokemon. Uh, I'm probably is. I'm a shiny. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm pretty sure somewhere one of the volunteers has a chart going, okay, we've seen him twice. The third time, then it's a good day. Exactly. <laughs> Man, another T-shirt. I can't I even believe how big the numbers have been these past couple of years uh, since we opened back it's, up. It's 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 a testament to just how great this community really is, and it's. I think what's happened was uh, with the big explosion last year. We look at 19 before COVID happened. We were at 16,000 and change. Last year we were at 23,000, and people were asking, well. Why, why was it the way that was? And, and one f- reason was is we were the first big show right out of COVID. Yep. So mm-hmm. everybody was just itching to get some back with normalcy. But the other thing that a lot of people maybe are missing is, is we had so many people sequestered for 12 to 16 months that needed to do something, right? Yeah, we and were. And so absolutely. what did they do? They streamed stuff, right? And mm-hmm. what did they stream? Some of them streamed anime that never maybe were anime fans before. I think if there's one negative there's one positive you can look out of what happened with everybody kind of being sequestered for as long as they did was the anime industry as a whole got a whole new group of people that finally saw how amazing this industry is with the animes that are out and the manga and everything else i think it's really Mm. opened a whole new side to the entire community it really has and especially with you know again going back to the whole lockdown for two years you know the big c unfortunately um, there were a lot of people who had who had a chance to explore stuff they didn't get to before because we had finally had time to sit down and watch all these shows we had on our list. Yep. So like, a lot of people coming in are like, you know, I just started watching this. I know it's been out for forever. Like, I've met a lot of new One Piece fans. I've been a fan for 20 years, but there's some people who like watched it last year. You See, know? I, I could never get into One Piece because I'm a Naruto <laughs> fan, and I've read every manga since the beginning. I'm so, a Naruto fan so, too. So I have a Naruto it, tattoo I, I just, on my calf. I can't commit to another <laughs> manga that was never going to end. So <laughs> that is totally fair. Like, I, I'm still a fan of the big three: Bleach, right. Naruto. And one piece and bleach. I'm so stoked but for bleach them. bleach ended when they sealed away eisen that's when bleach ended for me they whatever they're doing after this the the bleach the the eisen sealing it, it is not bleach to me it is that's something the new different filler arcs. exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm watching it just to see how weird it gets you know mm. i'm my curiosity is just like oh what that yep <laughs> But no, like, you've been running these shows for a really long time now. 2008 for Sabaton, and actually uh, Josh and I, who's my guest security director, uh, we actually were part of Phoenix Comic Con in 2006 and seven before we started doing with, with Sabaton. So, I mean, we're actually, Stacy, my wife, myself, and Josh are the longest running 
staff members from the from the original kind of start. And if we want to go back further, I was part of Arizona in 2005 and oh. 2006. Wow. So, <laughs> and it's an interesting story. And I'll be quick: is that um, Salbaton actually came out of the closure of Arizona in 2007. Whenever Arizona decided in December that they weren't going to have a, a show, Matt Solberg, who was in the room at that time came to me right afterwards and said, hey, would you like to be part of an anime convention that we're starting up in three months? And <laughs> three I became months. the programming director that year, and we put the show on without a hiccup, and the, the rest is history. I bought the show from from Matt in 2010, and we've been going forward ever since. I wonder if Matt's actually going, you know, I think I got screwed on that deal. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt, so the big thing was is Matt Matt did Matt did the right thing, but Matt, Matt was so busy with Phoenix Comic Con and doing the right thing on that side that I really said to him, I said, hey, you know, let me take this from you and, and, and give it the, the full attention that, that it really deserves. And, right. and he under, and he kind of he really agreed. And Matt's been a great partner a whole way along the way. We've been friends ever since whenever I was working at PCC. Um, and, and it's just he it's just like where we are with Salbaton now. Salbaton is such a beast that like mm-hmm. all the other shows, they're not becoming secondary children, but we have a lot more of our main staff that now is focusing a lot more on some of the other shows right. to make sure that Stacy and I really have the 100% focus to make sure that this animal that has become Sabaton doesn't lose focus and doesn't go the wrong direction. Well, I want to tell you for sure, and, and I know Cam ag- agrees with me on this, is you treat your guests fantastically. You really okay. do. Even even the locals that aren't the, the people that are being but brought you're all in. Guests. Right. But and I mean you, you, you go out of your way to make sure that we have water, you actually fed us. Well and and, and the big thing is and I think the thing that separates Monkey Paw from a lot of other events is and, and we say this and I don't think people get it if they're on the outside and, and looking in is right. we're family. Right. The, the staff are. We're really we, we literally are family and that how we treat guests when they come in, you're part of the extended family for our weekend. Right. And, and you're being treated as the uncle who only comes to Thanksgiving, but you're still family. Yeah. And we're gonna treat you as such the entire weekend you're here. And every attendee that walks through the door, you're all the little kids from all the other uh, other mm-hmm. siblings coming through. We want you to have an amazing weekend. We wanna share our love. Of not only our family environment, but just the show with everybody that comes through this door. And we try to exude that every chance we get with every interaction. Because literally, I mean, that's how I've been raised. That's how I treat my friends. I don't have friends. I have family, right? (laughs) And and, and that's really kind of, everybody's taken it to heart. And that's that's how we, I think, we're as successful as we are. And there's no argument with that. Because (laughs) as I said, and I've said throughout this entire weekend, it is a family community. We are all family. It's like going to a family reunion every yep. time we go to a convention. Yep. And you keep this really tight family. <laughs> and, and we're family. So, I mean, family fight, right? I mean, you oh go yeah. back in the corner and you yell at each other every now and then to make sure. But it's all in passion, right? And, then right. Five and I mean, later, we don't fight, fight, but I mean, it's like that's how families are. But I think that's why we're successful because we can have the heated conversation in the back room about a situation. And nobody taken, nobody's taken it to heart that it's a, it's a, it's a hard conversation because we're all doing it for the right reasons. And mm-hmm. and you walk out and you smile and you're just like, okay, cool, we know where we're going, right? It's like exactly. the older brother has to be blamed yeah. for the younger <laughs> brother not cleaning his <laughs> side of the room. Absolutely. And one thing I've noticed too is I've been coming to your cons for uh, seven, eight years now. Back when Sabaka Con first started, right. when it was in the Crown Plaza. And every convention of yours I've gone to, whether it's Kanichiwa, Kikori Khan, Sabo, Sabaku, wherever it is, 
everybody has told me that they feel safe at these conventions. And, and, and that's what I want. They, they feel like they can actually express themselves because they know that you have these areas like the activity center. Yep. You have, you know, there's guests here who are like, hey, if you need five minutes, you can come sit at my table, come catch a breather, etc. Yep. And your security and your staff are so good at keeping us safe and keeping mm -hmm. us functioning that... Everybody feels so welcome every time they come, even if they're first-timers. I met a couple of first-timers today who had never been to a con before. 15, they just got their allowance and oh, decided they were awesome. going to come down today because oh, they could. Awesome. And they, they said, this is our first ever anime con, and this is this is so huge. And, and I'm just sitting here like, oh, you, this is your first one. Okay, let's make sure you don't get lost, first <laughs> right, of all. Right, right. Second of all, here's my table. If you guys need me, come get right. me. Also, if you see Greg, wave because it's very rare to see him. Right. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on probably some people's uh, like little checkoff boxes. For, I'm pretty uh, sure you're uh, the, the you're the, the Arizona weekend. Anime Con well, cryptid at this well, point. Well, and the <laughs> other thing is, is and I think the thing that we really try to drive home, um, and I think you said this to me one time in Sabaku, is we're inclusive, mm -hmm. and 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 I say this, and I really want people to understand is like this is our weekend to be the norm, and a lot of people don't understand that, but a lot of people in this community feel sheltered and and don't have someone that has their back mm -hmm. and 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 feel like they're always having someone that's like talking bad about them or, or talking bad about who they are mm -hmm. right i, I and, go back and, to work tomorrow and and <laughs> and, and, and that's really what we want to make sure that we make sure that everybody that walks through our doors knows that this is a safe space for them to have fun to enjoy themselves and be themselves exactly we have staff members i have one staff member that actually has I believe a son now. I, I can't remember if they, how they want to be labeled, mm -hmm. but actually came out and felt comfortable coming out because of how we are as a family inside this convention. And and I and I think that comes to the testament of that's. It doesn't matter whether you're purple, green, blue, pink. I mean, we're all we're all the same, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's how we should all act in this environment and in the world. And I think that's a thing that. All we need to do is spread a little more love in this world, and I think we'd all be a little bit better off. Absolutely. And I actually I do remember the event you were talking about because that was um, the year that New Mexico was very iffy on the whole gender thing with the bathrooms and all that. Right. And I was having a really rough time because I got told by hotel security I couldn't use the men's restroom because I was transgender, et cetera. Right. And mom and pops especially were a little irked because they know me since I was like two months old. Right. <laughs> But I remember that um, after they talked me down, we, we talked about it for a bit. It was brought to your attention. It was handled. And I, I remember coming to you going, you know, this is the first con that I don't have to be afraid to, to be me. And right. it meant a lot because at that point, my family stopped talking to me. I had no contact with anybody. And I was I felt like, you know, the odd kid out again. Right. So the fact that you guys have made it so safe for people like me and people in the community in general to come out and have fun as themselves means so much. And and, that, and those are the stories that I love to hear. And it's it's because I'm making a difference, right? You're, you're only judged by what you've done in your mm -hmm. life in, in good, right? And, and that's really all I, I love to hear those stories because it, it, it just makes me happy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little like <laughs> misty right now just because it, it's great to hear. And, and you, I hear that all along the entire weekend. And you don't realize how many lives you touch, right? And, and every time you start to hear some of those things, it's just it's, it's that extra little chip in your heart that mm -hmm. on your bad days you can look back and say, hey, I made a difference, right? The last year that, we, that uh, Jared and I were here as, as guests, um, we had a girl that came into the VIP 
and she slowly came up to us. She was listening to conversations from a distance, and she slowly came up to us, and she basically said she had social issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started conversating, and we sat down, we started talking up a storm, and then I told her, I said, come down to our table tomorrow, we'll put you on the podcast, right. and we'll get that part out of there, and then uh, we introduced her to Nicole. Uh, and I said, oh. and I said, there's a little bubbly energy person to it. Oh, yes. If you want to talk about somebody about dealing with social issues, we need to introduce yep. you to Nicole. Yep. And yep. she went over and talked to her. And surround and, and surround all, and, and we're all surrounded by people to help us. It's like mm -hmm. every time we have a staff member that's maybe having a bad day, just like understand you've got an entire family surrounding you. Don't 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 sequester yourself whenever you're getting in situations like that. Wrap yourself around friends that can help you get through things. Right, and it has been a, it's been a fantastic <coughs> experience this weekend. Awesome! Uh, it, it, I got the opportunity to, to meet Elizabeth over here. Yep. I, or I, I did it again. Beth. Beth. <laughs> yep. I, my daughter's Elizabeth, yep. and I've gotten so habit of, of, of got, switching it. We got to have some cool sit downs with like Lex Lang. Everybody. Dave, uh, <laughs> the only we missed was Karina. I think that was because she had to leave for something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you well, know, she, that was just, she was just overwhelmed. It's, it's, it's yeah. there was so much going on this weekend. It's just. I mean, this this weekend was nuts. I mean, this was our biggest weekend so far to date, and it just, it, I'm ready. I'll tell you, when I get home tomorrow, after our big announcement and closing ceremonies and, mm -hmm. and what we do tomorrow with the, the new location, we're actually taking a tour at the new location tomorrow oh, for really? our expansion. Um, once we do that, we're packing up the truck, driving back to Sedona, and I'm probably going to crash for like three days straight. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy because instead of a seven-hour drive, I don't have a 20-minute drive because my go. wife and I just moved to Chandler. Yep. Um, don't forget, you guys, still yep. check the chicken cope. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> my chickens, I'll see them in the morning. It, yep. It's it's incredible, the, the community that you've, you've built for everybody here because just in the last year alone at the events that I've been to for you guys, I've seen so many of the younger cosplayers, you know, the yep. younger fans who yep. – aren't quite sure where they fit in in this whole thing find somewhere that they fit in and you're actually part of the reason i actually started pursuing my professional cosplay career because i realized you know what he's right he i, I am who i am so i need to show them to people that they can be right. who they want to be that's why right. i market myself as one of an openly transgender cosplayer right so like if if it wasn't for monkey paw and all these guys all the stuff you guys do i wouldn't have done that so right. like i'm one of many many people that you right. touched and that's amazing and, that, and that's and that's what we want to hear <laughs> I I took him as a scene on sight unseen. I mean, Nicole right. rec recommended him, and he came over and just stood in and yep. and has I, done a phenomenal job. I'm also a drag queen, so I get paid to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen some of my posts. And I'm an extrovert, and I'm a social I'm a social butterfly. So you put a mic in front of me, and I could talk all night long. So I, I had to put on the drag persona because when I'm out of the drag persona, I'm an introvert. Don't talk to me. Yeah, but if no. I have my drag persona, I on, am let's go I, talk. I am the social butterfly, and 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 we'll talk. Talk and talk and talk and talk because I, I just love interaction. Absolutely, going to be really kind of be interested in how I am at work tomorrow because mm. <laughs> you know this has gone so well this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there going, I'm going to be bouncing around. I mean, like, yep. I'm going to be dead to the world for the next couple. I'm going to be comatose. I'm going to be. I'm going to be dead to the world for the next couple of days. Subaltern last year, it took me almost two weeks to recover. Uh, this year is not as. This year is not as crazy because we have more staff and we're kind of. 
in the fog of COVID, not in the right we're not, after, right? We're so not coming out of the I, finish. I, I think I think we'll be a, I'll be a little bit better. It might take me a week to recover, but I can tell you right now, I'm gonna just crash tomorrow when we finally get home. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. And the, the scary part is for you is, is you not only do you have to pack that trailer tonight. Yeah, yes. you've got to still drive up the yep, mountain tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we drive up the mountain tomorrow. Uh, another two and a two and a half hour drive to go home. So. Yeah, at least That's it's only two hours, you know. And then the thing that's nice about it is they're more centrally located between now Albuquerque and Phoenix and Flagstaff and, t- and, t- and Tucson. So, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. a better location. It's just a little bit more driving up hills and stuff like that for a lot of the other shows. But well, it's, it's, luckily it's, I love it up there. I, I, since I've been up there two years coming down here in the middle of summer, it's too hot down here. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's, it, I, I don't know why I ever lived here for the 18, the 18 years that I was down here. Believe I don't know me. what was in my mind. I, right. told mys- <laughs> I told myself if I could afford a piece of pr- uh, property up in the Prescott area, yep. I would be there. N- oh, just yeah. no flat. Yep. Yes. I love it up there. <laughs> so obviously, you know, Sabo is a huge hit every year. Mm-hmm. Um, with all your other cons and everything, um, do you have any plans on bringing any other new events into it, or are you just focusing on the so smaller I would, ones? And so building? I, I get this question asked all the time because people want us. To, people always name cities that they want us to run conventions of in. Of course. And and we would love to. And and it, maybe in the future the cards are there. I think where we need to be as a business is, is get out of the COVID completely. Mm-hmm. Um, implement the process and the expansion that we were talking about before COVID hit. So, which is moving a lot of my senior staff to paid positions and moving some paid positions to full paid positions. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, COVID depleted all of the business savings, and last year's windfall and growth helped kind of pay back some of the loans we had to take to kind of keep the business afloat for the year. Yeah. And now we're finally getting to be able to put money back into the savings in case COVID version 2.0 hits in two or three years. Knock on wood here. And, and <laughs> now and now we're getting to the point with the windfall this year, we should be able to start to build up our savings. And then we start to talk about, okay, for 23 and on, how do we start to build these teams to, to get them in a better paid position to, to work longer hours before mm-hmm. con, right? At con, right. they get paid, but it's the pre-con work Stacey and I do a lot of because I don't want to ask someone to do a, a lot of pre-con work if I'm not giving them monetary compensation. Absolutely. So what happens is is it all fall a lot of it falls on Stacy and I to do because I don't think it's fair to ask someone to put in an exorbitant amount of hours if I'm not going to pay them. Right. So the goal for 23 is is to start to be able to have some of that extra budget money put aside so we can say, okay, X, Y, and Z, where Stacy and I were doing this for the past 15 years, this is now positions that I'm going to start paying someone to do five or ten hours a week or a month to be able to do a couple things. Um, and we got the big 15-year anniversary next year for Subaltern. We've yep. got yeah, the big next expansion next milestone. year. So, I mean, we're already talking about the meetings we're going to have and, and everything we're going to be doing. So you're going to see so much come from us over the next 12 months. It's going to be – and the announcement this, this, this evening at closing ceremonies is just going to be – phenomenal and i can't I, wait so i'm excited uh, we've already been saying it so as soon as as soon as that five o'clock is i don't care about tear down it's we're gonna right closing ceremonies yep. so yep. That like, and it's yes. always cool to collect the badges from all the local artists you're not going to get have. a lot of the badges though because we actually it. we actually handed them all out we have no oh. saturday badges we actually had wristbands on saturday and sunday we almost are completely out of sunday badges monday i really don't know where we are i mean we just closed red actually reg just opened for another 30 minutes 
uh, for down there. So I don't think they're closed yet. So, yeah, we literally mm-hmm. have people buy 30 minutes before it closes because they'll run into the vendor hall for the last half hour. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, like I, I thought about <laughs> running to the vendor hall, but it's like I don't have the Our energy. Vendors, you know, and, and, you know, I, I'm just and I have to say it's just because this makes me happy. I've talked to so many vendors this weekend that have made so much this weekend. And it makes me happy because it's people that had a hard time over the, the COVID break. Right. Mm-hmm. It's artists who were struggling and, and, and to hear them actually having an amazing weekend. You can't beat that. Right. You're you're making a difference in the community because you're helping people get through. Right. And that's what these shows are for, to be able to get the community involved and be able to help them pursue their love and pursue their interest. Right. The mm-hmm. ones that scared me, though, is, are the ones that were probably going just before covid okay, it's it. I'm going to take that step. I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to be an artist forever. I know a couple mm-hmm. of people who did that. Boom. I was one of those. Yeah. I was actually two, two days away from quitting my job because I had, you know, boosts lined up for Sabo, Sabaku, right. and all these things, and I had it all mapped out, and then all of a sudden, oh, surprise. So, you know, I'm, I'm still working on making that back. <laughs> See, I, I don't even have to worry about that. I don't get paid at all for this. <laughs> so it's well, like it's, I don't have to worry about making that it's step. like... Absolutely, and it's it's been an amazing weekend. Thank you, Greg, for oh, no you worries. and your staff for putting this on for us. It's so amazing to be back and to be able to finally get you to sit down for five yes. minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I don't have a little bit more time, but it's, oh, it's, no, it's, it's getting planning. we got an international guest getting ready to fly out right now. Absolutely. And just, like, things going on. I'm um, already making plans for next year, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there going, hopefully yep. he'll invite us next year because <laughs> i got some ideas now. <laughs> uh, real quick, are there any like uh, words of positivity or any advice you want to give to the listeners before we... Just if what I say, closing ceremonies, which is uh, every event you're at, make a friend. Find somebody new that maybe looks shy, that maybe is kind of scared in the corner. The person you talked about that was didn't was introvert, mm-hmm. didn't really have somebody to talk to. Find somebody, make a friend, do something with them at that show, and then do something after that show with them. Take them to another event. Help the community grow overall. Do the same thing at the next one because then that's four people. The next year after that, then that's eight. You know, it just keeps on going and going and going, right? And that's how us, that's how our community grows. Mm-hmm. And that's how we become a tighter community because everybody's got everybody's back at that point because we're all just one big, happy group working together. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Greg, so much for your time. I know thank you're you a very busy man. <laughs> Hopefully we'll thank see you, you again soon. Yes. Awesome. Well, you have a wonderful day. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.